Hi, I'm Dominic Insinius, leader of The Heart. I want to welcome you to The Heart Podcast. Thank you for letting us be a small part in your journey of faith. I hope this message today encourages you and strengthens you. Big things can happen when we expect God to move, so I pray today that God would speak to you through this message. We are starting a brand new message series today. And that message series, yeah, somebody's excited. We had eight weeks. We just finished eight weeks of a series. It's a great series on uh, the fruit of the spirit. And we're, uh, and that's all, you can get that on podcast or YouTube. And what we're starting, we're starting a brand new series today called exactly what to do with your life. I know a lot of times at the heart, we kind of want you to be on a journey and we want you to figure things out and we're here for kind of the ins and outs. But over the next four weeks, Everything will be certain. Everything will be exactly what you're supposed to do with your life. If you're not picking it up, there's going to be a little bit of sarcasm uh, in this message series, a little little tongue-in-cheek, but you will know over the next four weeks exactly what to do with your life. And I promise, it is a guarantee that if you do these four things that we're going to talk about over the next four weeks, including Easter Sunday, then you're going to be in great shape. You can live your dreams every day. Don't you want that? Don't you want to live your dreams every day? Okay, I'm done. When I was, uh, I was thinking about this, and uh, th- this first message, there's going to be four main ideas that we're going to want to dig into together when it comes to exactly what to do with your life. And the first thing I want you to do in your life, and I want you to do exactly this, is say what you mean and mean what you say. Say what you mean and mean what you say. And maybe you've heard somebody tell you that before. Maybe you've thought that before. Maybe you're the kind of person that has said that to other people before. Say what you mean and mean what you say. And I personally am not a pro at this at all. I don't always say what I mean. And I don't always mean what I say. I don't know if you do either. Maybe you do. Growing up, I... uh, I was always the kind of person, sometimes I feel like I'm too honest here on Sunday mornings, now that I'm thinking about what I'm going to tell you. I let you guys in on a little too much of Dom. Here it goes anyway. Uh, When I was in high school, and in middle school, and probably elementary school, I wanted people to like me. I still, I'm 41 years old, I still, I know, hold back your surprise, I'm 41 years old, barely. I still want people to like me. And, 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 some, and it's been unhealthy and in my maturity when I was younger. In fact, I want to show you a quick, just a quick video, a quick clip of exactly how I feel and where I'm coming from. Do I need to be liked? Absolutely not. I like to be liked. I enjoy being liked. I have to be liked. But it's not like this compulsive need to be liked, like my need to be praised. (laughs) I relate to that a lot. (laughs) And in fact, so much so that other people in my life, I have no frame of reference for people who don't care what others think about them. Is there anybody in here where you, you feel like, yeah, I don't care what people think about me. I'm just living my life. Okay. Wow. Wow. That blows my mind. My wife is one of those people, she's just, she's just like, yeah, I am who I am. Why do I care what people think? I'm like, how? How do you even do that? 
Is there anybody like me who thinks that everyone is thinking about them all the time? Okay, if you, okay, all right, all right, yeah. Oh, God, what did I do? They didn't text me back. Oh, this relationship is over. This friendship is over. I just need them to like me. Now, I'm exaggerating a bit. I, I'm, I'm not stressing and losing sleep. Well, sometimes I do lose sleep over uh, some people. But it, it, it used to be so bad where even, it was, even if it was somebody I would never know. You guys, it's so bad. How bad is it? It's so bad that even when, I, I'm, I'm, when I'm driving and it's an appropriate time to honk. You know, sometimes you want to honk at people. Sometimes, some of you. Even then, I don't want to honk because what if they recognize my car and they see me later and they find out I'm at the heart. I'm like, oh, this whole thing, this is bad. Does, it, does everybody on the road like me? Sometimes I have these really mean thoughts when I'm driving, and if somebody's, like, walking and on their phone, I want to just lay on the horn and scare the heck out of them. Does anybody ever do that or think about that? A little too honest. I never do it because I don't want them to recognize my car and then find me later. So maybe, okay, so maybe that's not you. Maybe, there's, maybe you don't need to be liked like me, right? Maybe you don't need people to always approve of you. Well, let me ask you this. What areas in your life do you feel like you're not always saying what you mean? What areas in, you, in your life do you feel like you don't always mean what you say? See, in an effort to get people to like me when I was younger, I would kind of, well, yeah, I kind of like that movie too. Whatever, what movie did you say it was? Yeah, 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 I like that movie a lot. I didn't really mean that. Where, where in your life do you say things you don't really mean? Anybody, have you ever texted this? I'm on my way, and you weren't yet? You know what I mean? I'm not saying you're a liar. I'm just saying you didn't exactly mean what you said. I'm on my way. And on your way means getting into the shower. You know what I'm saying? Almost there. Right at the light. <laughs> where in your life do you not mean what you say. Why does that matter? What's the big deal? What's the big deal if you say, I'm on my way and you're not? Big deal. What does it matter if you say, almost there and you're not? What's the big deal? What does it matter if someone says they like a band and you say you like that band too to connect with them, but you really don't? Why does that matter? Well, you're in luck because today I'm going to tell you exactly what to do with your life. It matters because words matter. Our words matter. The words that we say matter. Did you know, and this is from a recent study, words are the number one way we communicate with each other. It's a fact. Words matter. So what I want to do today is I want to get into a verse of scripture, and if you're not familiar with the Bible, no big deal. We're going to look at a verse in the book of Matthew. Now, Matthew is one of the, what they call the four Gospels. Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John are these four different books, these four stories, and they basically focus on Jesus' life on earth, okay? Some of the things that Jesus did, some of the miracles that Jesus was a part of, some of the things that Jesus taught. And so in this particular part, the, the part of the story we're going to be reading in, it's referred to as the Sermon on the Mount or the Message on the Mount or and it's for about a chapter and a half, almost two, two full chapters. Jesus is kind of just, he saw some crowds gathering, and he said, why don't, you, why don't we climb up this hill? And the people that climbed up the hill 
the faithful followers, he was going to teach them a few things. And he talks about divorce and marriage. And don't get me started on divorce. I am divorced. In case you don't know. I just realized somebody might not know that. <laughs> and I'm just shaming people out of the room. I am divorced and things are okay. So, Not with my current wife. My current wife, we are married. Don't even tell her I called her my current wife. Don't anybody ever tell her that I called her my current wife. Yeah, let's, let's, can we cut the live stream? Oh, my God. <laughs> She's not here today. Good thing. Let's all try to move on, shall we? <laughs> so in this, uh, so in this part of the story, Jesus talks about empty promises. And so we're going to read uh, chapter 5, verse 33 to 37. It says, and don't say anything you don't mean. This counsel is embedded deep in our traditions. And when he talks about traditions, I'm going to stop real quick, sorry. When he, when he talks about our traditions, he means the Jewish faith, right? Growing up in Jerusalem, in Israel, this group of people. Their tradition. So, so who he was talking to would have very much known this idea of don't say anything you don't mean. He wasn't telling them something new. See? This is something they would have known, would have heard, would have been taught. So he says this council is embedded in, in, uh, deep in our traditions. You only make things worse when you lay down a smokescreen of pious talk saying I'll pray for you and then never doing it. Or saying God be with you and not meaning it. You don't make your words true by embellishing them with religious lace. In making your speech sound more religious, it becomes less true. Just say yes and no. When you manipulate words to get your own way, you go wrong. When you manipulate words to get your own way, you go wrong. Say what you mean, mean what you say. Our words matter. Words matter so, so much. In fact, there is a group, a group of people that will viciously attack every other translation of the Bible that is not the King James Version translation of the Bible. Viciously attack. Why do they attack it? It's the same stories, right? It's the same Jesus. It's the same salvation. The same thing's happening? No, no, no. They attack it because words matter. Words matter so much that they cannot be changed according to this group of people. Well, where do our words matter in our life? Where do our words matter in our relationships? Where in our relationships at work are we not saying exactly what we mean? Where in our relationships do we not mean exactly what we say? Well, if I can tell you today, if I can prompt you today, if I can challenge you today with exactly what to do with your life, it's to say what you mean and mean what you say. And I got to tell you, I am probably saying this to myself more than to you. In fact, if you're taking notes, I want you to write this down. If you don't mean, if you don't say what you mean, Sorry. If you don't know what you mean, then say that or don't speak yet. 
That might not be for anyone else in the room except me. If you don't know what you mean, say that or don't speak yet. Is anybody, is, is anybody, I know I've asked this before, but there's some people in the room that haven't been to this therapy session I have every Sunday at 10.30. Is there anybody in the room that is a shutter downer, shut downer, shut down? Anybody shut down? Too much conflict, shut down? I am a pro. Instead of not saying what I mean, I don't say anything. I don't have an attitude. I've shut down. It's different. I'm gone. I'm out. And it, it's, you can almost, if you look really closely, it's almost like I'm building a brick wall in front of me. And then once that's up, it's done. Or, if you will, a garage door closing. If you don't get your words in, I love to shut down. I love it. It's good for my marriage. It's good for my, my relationship with my son. It's great. It's perfect. It's great to lead with. No, I don't want to do that. So what can I do? How, if I could tell myself exactly what to do with my life, I would say, say what you mean, mean what you say. This is something I'm learning in my, in my therapy. Truly, I have therapy outside of this. I, I go to a therapist in New Braunfels. This is something I'm learning there. If you're not ready to talk about something, say, I'm not ready to talk about this yet. <laughs> Saying that out loud, that sounds really easy. It's not. <laughs> that sounds so simple to say that. You know what I'm afraid of? You know what I'm afraid of? I say, I'm not ready to talk about this yet. And somebody's like, oh, really? Talk about what? I'm like, oh, man. Now I'm in for it. Nothing. Nothing. I'm going to move to another state. We're closing the church. Uh, we have... Deleting my Facebook and Instagram and everything else. That's how committed I am to shutting down. If only I were as committed to saying what I mean as I am to shutting down, maybe some progress could be made. So where are you in your life not saying what you mean? Do you mean what you say when you say it? If you're taking notes, I want you to write this down too. The more you mean what you say, the less you need to keep track of what you've said. The more you mean what you say, <laughs> you know, my mom is digging this. This is my mom up here. <laughs> the more you mean what you say, the less you need to keep track of what you said. Now, again, this is not, this is not a message about don't lie. This is not a message about not lying. This is a message about having integrity with what we say. And I'm telling you, it's different. If you're lying about something to somebody, that's something else. I'm not talking, I, I, don't, I don't have the authority to speak into your life to tell you to stop lying. You gotta, you gotta live your own life. But I do have the authority to tell you exactly what to do with your life. And here it is. Say what you mean, mean what you say. If you say what you mean and you mean what you say, then you don't have to keep track of all the things that you've told people. You don't have to remember, like, okay, what did I, what did I tell this person? Did I tell this person that I did like this band? When I was younger, I really, this is, well, how old is this guy? When I was younger, I really liked the band Linkin Park. Anybody old enough to even know what that means? Uh, yeah, Amber thinks they are the worst band in history. And uh, every, every now and then I'll be like, hey, can you play a... One Step Closer by Linkin Park. She's like, oh, my gosh. I'm not recommending you go listen to it, but it's a bop for sure. 
So I have to, you know, you used to have to tell, you had to remember to, who, who did I tell this to? But if I was the kind of person who could step into who I want to be, if I was the kind of person who could step up into this person that God is growing me into, and I could say, all right, well, I'm just going to say what I mean and mean what I say. Now, saying what you mean and mean what you say, it, it doesn't mean that you can't move from a commitment. It doesn't mean, well, you said you were going to do this, so now you can never do anything different. No, minds can change. People change. We grow. We shift. We decide on different things. But what if we could be people? What if I could challenge you to always say what you mean, even if it's difficult for someone to hear? I think maybe, maybe it's just for me, but maybe for some of us, maybe for you, that sometimes it's not as easy to say what you mean and mean what you say if it's going to cause somebody you love, somebody you like, somebody you respect, somebody that you value, if it's going to cause them pain or hurt their feelings. In fact, if you're taking notes, write this down too. Honesty in your communication may be difficult in the moment, but it grows your relationships over time. And I, 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 wish, I wish I could burn this into my brain. That honesty is difficult in the moment, yes. But it grows relationships over time. That's so much easier said than done. I can tell you to be honest all day. And if someone said to me, Dom, honestly, what do you think about X, Y, Z? I'm like, hmm, I don't know. I think I'd like to shut down about that for a couple days until you forget about it and never ask me about it again. That's kind of my MO. That's how I handle conflict in my life. But if we're honest, one of our core values here at the heart is honesty. And honesty is difficult. Honesty doesn't mean harshness, right? You can be honest with someone about how their breath smells without being mean to them about it, right? Does everybody know that? Somebody tell Amber that? No, about my breath is what I mean. <laughs> she tells me about my breath. I am, good thing she is not here today. This is not good. We might just scratch this whole thing. You guys ready? Let's get the band back up. We'll start her over. Honesty can be difficult. Most of the time, it is difficult. But if we can be the kind of people that say what we mean and mean what we say, then what we are doing is setting ourselves up, setting our relationships up, setting our job up, setting our parenting up, setting our marriage up to be a place of integrity. To be a place where there's nothing behind what you just said. There's nothing behind that. I mean, I'm, I'm already pot committed into this uh, wife example, so I'm just going to go into this next one of uh, my wife and I, Amber, my beautiful bride, my current wife. <laughs> Coming up in April 29th, we will have been married 16 years, okay? So that's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Currently, currently married 16 years. <laughs> I forgot what I was saying. What message series are we in? 
If we can be the kind of people who can say what we mean and mean what we say, then we bring integrity to where we work, to our relationships, to our faith. And see, that's what, for myself, I was, I was digging into this message series, and we've been talking about this message series for a while with this, uh, I have a, a group of group of people, some of the leaders in the church, I call them my series engineers because they help shape and create the series that we bring on Sunday mornings. We've been talking about this for a while. And as, we're, as I was looking at this, I thought, well, I hope, I hope some people don't feel like this is kind of silly. Not this, I want you to feel like this is silly, but I wonder if some of you might think the idea of saying what you mean and meaning what you say, how is that spiritual? You know, are, are you going to spend, you know, is this, I wonder if some people think this, are we going to spend the next four weeks with four motivational talks? That's not why most people come to church. Most people come to church to figure out how to grow themselves spiritually. Most people come to church to find community, to find people who are like them, who are dealing with the real issues of life. So how is this idea of, of bringing integrity, of saying something and really meaning it, of bringing something, bringing a thought, bringing something to a relationship to your job, how is that connected to your faith? I'll tell you how, because our words matter. They all matter. Everything that we say that we think matters. So if we, if we can say, all right, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to do this at my job. I said I was going to stay late to work on this project, but now I have an opportunity to do something to go to a dinner. I have an opportunity to leave work early to go do something fun, but I said I was going to do this. We're going to be the kind of people who make a phone call and say, hey, I know I, was going to, I, know I said I was going to do this, but I might get to it tomorrow because I have another opportunity. Or we're going to kind of be the kind of people that just push it off. If nobody asks me, nobody knows. If I don't say it, Nobody knows. How does this connect to our spirituality? Because the same us that we bring to relationships, the same us that we bring to our job, the same us that we bring to our marriage, the same us that we bring to parenting is the same us that we bring to God. It's the same us that we bring to our faith. Now, we, we just finished a series called Expressions where we talked about all of the gifts that God gives us when we spend time in his presence. So it's not like you're doing this alone. This is not, this is not a, a, a something that you have to go out and now you're on your own adventure. Good luck. I hope you figure it out. This is an opportunity we have to do this together. Next week for Easter Sunday, I'm going to be talking about, I, I'm going to have a message where we talk about how what Jesus did was for us. Not for me, for us. And how that impacts our faith. So when you say what you mean, I do connect that to your faith. Because the more you become the kind of person that says what you mean, the more that you're the kind of person who can stand before God in your prayers when you talk about your faith, 
that you are true to yourself, true to where you are, even if you're not sure where that is. If you don't know what you mean, then say that, Dominic. <laughs> if you don't know what you mean, then say it. That's a practice I've had to put in my life. I'm not sure what I mean. Instead of shutting down, I'm not sure what I mean. I'm not sure if I'm ready to talk about that yet. You know, for a lot of us, this isn't, I'm not telling you something new. You know, it's not, probably not revolutionary to you to hear, well, just don't lie about things. It's not about lying, though. It's about committing to what we say we're going to do. And don't commit until we know. And if we don't know, say we don't know. I know that sounds super simple. There's a lot of things that I read throughout the Bible that seem super simple. And it just takes a while to work out. There's some things I was told as a kid that seemed super simple. Some of you might have heard this before. My, my grandma, my mom's mom, she would always tell us when we left her house after hanging out, she would always say, be good so they won't get mad at you. Be good so they won't get mad at you. And I would, I would say, Grandma, that sounds, that's a lot easier said than done. I see what you're saying. It doesn't work that way. So here's a challenge I have for y'all this week. Is how can you intentionally use your words? How can you intentionally make your words matter? For example, if you're the kind of person that always says, I'm on my way and you're not, I want to challenge you this week to say, I was almost going to text, I'm on my way, but I'm not yet. I'll let you know when I'm really on my way. But don't text in the car, you know what I mean. I used to think that when I was a, when I was a kid, I used to think that older people had it figured out. And now I'm older and I know that was a lie because they don't. And maybe it's 50, I'll figure it out. Maybe it's 60. Or maybe the older we get, the more mature we get, the more life experience we have, we're okay with being a little bit messy. And when you take the time to say what you mean, life is going to get messy. That's why I said honesty is difficult in the moment. But I want you to do it. If I could tell you exactly what to do with your life for just one more second, it's to say what you really mean. So this week, my challenge for you is to be intentional just one time in the next seven days, just one time where a, a normal pattern of yours, a normal thing you say, you can say, actually, that's not really what I meant. Actually, you know, I said that and I really mean this. I think you'd be surprised how often it comes up. And it's, again, it's not a matter of you're not honest, so be an honest person. It's more of like, let's be intentional with our words. Because the more we're intentional with our words, that kind of thing spills over. That intentionality, that integrity spills over into every other part of our life, including and especially our faith. The more honest we are in our life, the more honest we can be in our faith. And the more honest we are about where we are in our journey of faith, the more we can grow. If we know exactly where we are, then we know exactly where we can grow from. 
If you could, I want you to close your eyes for a moment, bow your heads. I want to pray for us today. God, thank you so much for the opportunity we have today to be together, to be in this place. Thank you for this idea of saying what we mean and meaning what we say. I pray that we would have the boldness this week to bring integrity to everything we do, to bring integrity to everything that we say. Thank you for giving us the space to grow our faith in you. We pray that in your name. Amen. Amen. Thanks for listening to The Heart Podcast. At The Heart, we like to say you don't have to go to church here to go to church here. That means you are already part of the community just by listening to the message today. If today's message connected with you, we want to invite you to share it with someone who may benefit from it. We would love to be a part of your journey of faith. Please visit us online at www.theheart.church forward slash next to see what your next step may be. And if you live near San Marcos, Texas, we would like to invite you to visit us in person this Sunday morning at 10 a.m. at Evo Springtown. Remember to be bold this week and connect with those around you. It's how your relationships grow and how your faith grows. Thank you.